The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, it may have been the biggest comeback in the history of sport. Tiger Woods won the Masters this weekend more than a decade after his last major win. In those years, he's undergone four back surgeries. His personal life became the butt of jokes. In 2017, he ranked 1,199th in the world. Today he is back in the top 10. Here's Eric Sorensen. Seven, eight, By the time this Tiger Woods tee shot set up his final birdie, the gallery could sense something special. The Tigers hunted them down and now he's gone in for the kill. In hushed tones, the announcers knew it was history in the making. It's just a, a special moment for golf, for everybody. It was like the Tiger of old, while other contenders cracked under pressure. Woods was steely-eyed with nerves of steel. And then... But here it is. The return to glory. In the world of sport, there are big achievements at big events and sometimes a big comeback. But few will match the scale of Tiger Woods' return to the top. The crowds have watched Tiger for more than 20 years, but he has struggled for almost a decade. A very public marriage breakdown. He got older, now 43, and needed multiple surgeries on his back. Yeah, buddy. This didn't seem possible. His first major victory in 11 years. His first Masters in 14. The longest span ever between Masters wins for a single golfer. But it's just unreal for me to experience this. I mean, my my mom was here. Um, she was there in 97 as well. And so I, I just couldn't be more happy and more excited. His children, too young to know what it was like when Tiger was in his prime, could see it and hear it in real time. An emotional moment for dad. To have my kids there, um, it's, it's come full circle. You know, my, my dad was here in, in 97, and now I'm the dad with, uh, with two kids there. And all those young players who dreamed of playing with Tiger have now experienced what it's like to be dominated by Tiger Woods. And like almost everyone else, they seem genuinely thrilled to witness golf history firsthand. Eric Sorensen, Global News. It was pretty amazing to watch yesterday. And my question to you this afternoon is, what is your bucket list item? Because one of the people who witnessed Tiger's win firsthand and check off his bucket list item is a great friend of this show. Grant Fedorik, of course, from Leading Edge Physiotherapy, who joins us for Fit After 40. He was at Augusta yesterday. He joins us from the airport in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Grant, how did this all come together? Oh, quite a while ago, I've had kind of opportunities to go a few times. I get invited on um, by different corporate kind of trips to go as part of the business. And I've never really, I've always, sorry, I've always wanted to go, but <laughs> never really had the opportunity to take the, uh, take the plunge. So this year, I kind of was thinking Tiger was looking good last year and being a giant Tiger Woods fan, I thought this might be a great opportunity to see him play. And I didn't really have that high expectations except to be amongst a bunch of other people seeing a beautiful course and hoping that Tiger would pull it out. Well, let's talk about, um, you know, first off that course, when you finally arrived there and you, and you got to go on to this legendary course, what was that like for you? Oh, you know, it was... When we walked on, just there's something called Magnolia Drive that mm-hmm. everybody talks about, and it's it's as wondrous as the. It's just beautiful. You walk down this drive, and the entrance is you already know it's a it's a 
Golfer's Disneyland. It's just beautiful. It's impeccably clean. Everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. Every blade of grass, the smells, you can't, you can't describe what it's like to walk down that road. Um, it's one of the most beautiful things you could see if you were entering a park alone, let alone getting past the gates and into, you know, into the golf course where you just look around and it's everything you saw on TV. But I don't know what do you call it. It's not 4K. It's every K. It's, <laughs> it's right there in front of you. And it's more beautiful and much more scenic and much more difficult of a if you're a golfer it's 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 there's so much to it that's hard to explain that they paid attention to when they designed the course and you've heard people tell you about and then you see it yourself and you just have a new appreciation for what everybody told you so grant how does it work as far as you know yesterday for example you're you're following uh golfers around which holes that sort of stuff how does that work well, you get a good lay. We were there Saturday, and so we had a good opportunity to walk the entire course and see different locations. It's very hilly, so there's a lot of places where you can view multiple holes and kind of stop and see more than one thing happening at a time. So once we had a good lay of the course, we had a map and walked it, learned where you could cut across and get where you got to be. It was really important because on Sunday, everything got shortened and was much quicker. They, instead of having pairings of two all teeing off of number one, they had guys teeing off of number 10 in pairs of three. So things moved so much faster. Mm -hmm. But typically what you do is you, you plot along following a group and then you, you check where they're at on the leaderboard and you might go watch somebody else come into a certain hole because you know where that hole is and there might be a good viewing spot. And you kind of just, it, it, it literally is like going to Disneyland where you plan your day and you think, well, this is how we're going to do it. And we were pretty fortunate. Everything we wanted to do on Sunday just worked out. We got a chance to watch the guys come on to number two, right beside the ropes. We were right there standing on top of it. Then we got a chance to ha kind of sit in some chairs at Amen Corner and watch the drama unfold there, <laughs> sitting again right on the ropes. So, you know, not only was it a dream come true from uh, getting a chance to seeing it, some of the things that we had thought would work ended up working like a charm, including getting a chance to sit on 18 and watch that epic finale. You're giving me goosebumps when you talk about, uh, when you talk about that. So tell us about that, uh, you know, sitting on the green on 18 at the end. Yeah, that, you know, here's, here's something people don't, won't know if, if, unless they've been there. There's no TVs on the course. The only way you know what is happening is by camaraderie. You, you talk to different people about what they saw. You, you know, you might stand and somebody comes up and sits beside you and says, I was on 15, this is what happened. You're watching a white board with numbers get flipped. And I talked about it to somebody and I described, everybody talks about this tiger roar. We were sitting there with about five holes to go. Tiger was tied and all of a sudden, you hear a giant roar from an acre away. And the entire course, you know something happened, and every that sound is distinct. You knew it was a tiger birdie. I wow. mean, you just, you know it. All, every, you, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, but you just know that was a tiger birdie. Then you sit there in anticipation of what did the other guys do, and when they flip that score up on the board. Now, remember, players are coming into 18, and they're trying to putt. So the, the guys behind the scoreboard won't put the score up until it's appropriate because they don't want 
the eruptions of noise. And so you're sitting there and all of a sudden they kind of put it up, but then they put it down because the guy decides to putt now. <laughs> so you're just sitting there watching the board, watching golf, and then they put it up and there's another roar and it's all of this 18 gallery sitting there cheering them on and cheering on what had happened. And then DJ birdies. And so everybody's cheering about that and it's getting a little tense. But you're, you're, you're basically watching a golf game from a whiteboard and watching guys putt on 18, hoping that obviously there'd be a momentous final finale and, and there was. So. so I saw on Twitter yesterday, um, your, your wife um, had tweeted about how happy she was uh, that you were able to see this in person. She was in tears. What was it like to see Tiger Woods win that yesterday? Oh, it, it's hard to describe. I, I, most people know that I get pretty into things and I'm a fairly emotional guy at, at the best of times. Um, but, I mean, I've followed Tiger for many years, as many others have. I'm not a lone person here. We're the same age. Um, you know, everything that he's gone through and, and you name it, one of the things I, I enjoyed watching his career is his perseverance. And I was one of those guys who was an optimist the entire time. I really wanted to see him pull through and, got a chance to see him win last year obviously on tv but sitting there um with with a group of guys that we're you know we had all been pulling for him throughout the tournament and that entire crowd and uh when he came up and he kind of left it short on the right hand side and we all knew you know he could he he just couldn't double bogey all he all he had to do had that worst bogey and he had his drive was piped and i had my goggles out and i'm looking (laughs) at that drive and all i'm thinking in my head is Oh, it's, it's done. It's done. But you don't want to say it out loud. I'm a little superstitious. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but my heart went from fluttering to a little calmer now. And I'm not going to compare it to other important things in my life because obviously I'm not that superficial. But, you know, being a part of it and amongst all of that crowd, it gets kind of emotional. And everybody was. And, and then he came up on the green. And, and I think I was one of the first. If, I didn't mean to be, but, you know, he came up and I just gave a you know, out of boy tiger, pretty loud. My voice was almost already gone. I don't think anybody could even hear it. I was trying to yell, but it wasn't there. Uh, and then, you know, he dropped that putt and uh, gave his, I, I don't think I've seen him give that big of a, uh, a cheer himself in uh, a lot of tournaments that I've watched. So it's pretty neat. We were, there was hugging and high-fiving and uh, I, I don't know how many people were around a thousand. <laughs> I don't know who I hugged. I hugged everyone. <laughs> and just must have been uh, riding high uh, leaving there yesterday afternoon. Yeah, you know, it really was. They kind of, right afterwards, everybody cleared out. There was weather warnings all day. So, you know, we weren't sure if we were actually going to get the chance to see the whole thing or if we were going to be coming back the next day. Um, so, you know, as soon as it was done, they were really trying to get people off the course because of the severe weather warnings yeah. and stuff. and. So you went from this, I can't believe I just saw that, to, you know, saying it to everybody around you as you were scuttling off the course. <laughs> you didn't really get a chance to soak it in. But, um, but you know what? It, it, it was, how do, you, how do I put it? It was pretty neat. It's a once in a, obviously a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And it was, a, I can't say, it's a, definitely a bucket list thing. Yeah. So do you check it off or do you say, I don't think you try to compare them. I, I just think you put that in the memory banks. And I think I said on, uh, out on social media, you know, ask me about it because I really want to talk about it and ingrain it in the memory banks because you don't have cameras. There's no pictures. I have nothing except for that memory, you know, to, 
to stay there. A couple souvenirs to remember it by, but no pictures. Wow. And, uh, just some, some friends to reminisce with. So before I let you go, Grant, um, you know, there has been lots of talk, uh, debate on social media, especially on Twitter about, you know, oh, the greatest sports comeback of all time. It went back and forth. I saw a bunch of people getting in on this one last night. How would you describe that? Would you say it's the greatest comeback? It yeah. I think it's a great. I think it's a, an, um, an amazing comeback story. I don't think there's many people in media who didn't count him out, uh, including the in, including those in the know. Uh, anybody who follows golf will all know that almost everyone in the golf world said, you know, he's not coming back. And uh, you know, I think he had a lot of fans. If you look, he's obviously got hundreds of millions of fans who who stayed with him and. Um, as far as a comeback story goes, I don't think you could have scripted a better one. There's going to be books and stories told forever about this one. I don't think he's done, though. I hope he's not. I, he's still got a little ways to go. He's got a, got a drive to keep going. And that's one of the things I appreciate about him. I, certainly some of the stuff that in his personal life it doesn't jive with me. But the fact that he's got a goal, he set a high mark, and he's going to keep going until he's got nothing left. That's something I think a lot of us can aspire to. And one of the things that's always resonated with me so I'm looking forward to following I'm, I, I, I joked, I said maybe not the Masters but we might have to go for our own uh, major Grand Slam and see if we can catch him <laughs> at his next win and <laughs> oh. I might be broke but. Well, yeah. <laughs> Grant, thank you for sharing this, uh, this experience uh, with us, I was thrilled that you had the opportunity um, to you know, check that one off your, off your bucket list, it was pretty cool to watch, um, watch watch it yesterday and then watch your reaction and certainly your, your family's reaction to your experience on social media and thank you so much Oh, it's great to share the story with everybody, if you're out there and you see me feel free to ask you'll see me start smiling ear to ear. And if, you know, if you, I hope everybody out there gets an opportunity to have one of those kind of things that you've always dreamed about happen. And fortunately for me, I was one of them this weekend. Thanks, Grant. We'll talk to you soon. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.